Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, Truth Seekers. You're listening to Turn It Up, our newest show featured on A Measure of Truth on blogtalkradio.com. Turn It Up is all about independent recording artists of all kinds. R&B, rap, jazz, neo-soul, rock, gospel, or any random genre you can think of. Turn It Up is here to feature and help independent artists to give you the opportunity to be heard on live radio all over the world to help share your music across the globe and take your talents to the next level by showcasing new music, sharing studio recording tips and tricks to help make your tracks stand out like the pros and industry information to help you choose the right path and keep you in the game. Every week we bring you new artists, industry insiders, and fresh new tracks you won't be able to hear anywhere else. The truth is if you're an independent artist trying to make it in the music biz, you need all the help you can get. So stop procrastinating. Get your demo together and get ready to turn it up. If you're listening live on blogtalkradio.com or even the Blog Talk Radio player on my Facebook page, this is your chance to call in live. So give us a call, 347-326-9470. Or if you like, you can tweet your questions or comments at twitter.com slash a measure of truth. And give the last four digits of your phone number, and I'll be sure to punch you in when I see you on the switchboard. Also, if you haven't yet, why don't you look me up on Facebook? I'm the Michael Fordham with a photo of me in studio, and you can always email me your questions and comments at a measure of truth at gmail.com. Look, we've got a great show for you tonight. We'll be right back after this. Amos Omega is claiming his hometown, Hoodbridge, Virginia, as the self-proclaimed king of VA. Amos continues to stake his claim as the next music industry megastar. His self-produced group duo project, The Faculty, title cut, Swallow Back, selling over 10,000, caught the ear of Stu Rick, Red Sony, distribution, which led to a short-term deal. Not one to rest on his laurels, Amos continues to keep his eyes on the prize in the streets, selling over 40,000 mixtapes. His most recent mixtape, titled King Bull, which can be found on LiveMixtapes.com. 
Amos recently formed Entourage for Music LLC, a self-contained entertainment company. In addition to establishing Entourage for LLC, Amos is finishing his first release LP, Best Thing Out. Under his new label, just released two singles from Amos, Omega, Trap, and O, which can be found on iTunes, Google Play, and many other online stores. Amos, Omega, welcome to Turn It Up. Amos, you there, man? Yo, what's good, man? Hey, man, how's it going? It's going good, going great, alive and blessed, can't complain. All right, all right, and say hello to our co-host, the Leo. What's good, Leo? What's going on, Amos? Chilling, chilling, man. Glad to see you made it, man. About to, about to turn you up a little bit. <laughs> that's what's good. I, I, I tend to stay that way, so that's, that's cool. <laughs> that's good to know, man. Tell us, um, how did you guys meet? I uh, actually met him through a mutual friend, uh, actually one of the first guys who kind of uh, helped me start my music career, one of my friends, uh, Tyrus. He's a guy who just kind of connects artists with each other, producers. Yeah, he produces himself, too. And uh, right. he kind of helped me get my start by taking me to a studio when I first uh, started doing the music. So he's uh, real good at just networking people together. And he figured uh, it would be, you know, wise for us to collaborate on some music and uh which we have done that to be on my projects coming out uh next year so yeah uh-huh. and you know who that is mike uh fly, fly time, right fly oh, fly yeah. oh yeah. okay Dick Beats for yeah. killer uh carousel he's done a lot of my stuff oh yeah yeah which ones did he, he did do he, he's done killer he he did the beast oh killer. yeah oh man yeah that that's yeah. sick yeah, <laughs> he, he, he has. He got his hands in a couple of my projects, but uh, no. yeah, he, he's on point with it. All right, yeah. now, hey, Mint, uh, tell us, just tell us a little bit about you know how long you've been doing this, how you got into the business, and you know just tell us a little bit about your story. Uh, started off, um, you know, young and growing up, uh, getting out of high school, ain't really have no direction on what I wanted to do in my life. I was ripping around the streets, doing about any and everything I shouldn't have been doing. So I figured I'd go uh, try music. You know, I always had a love for music. And uh, like I said, uh, my man Ty, he took me down to North Carolina. I started recording. We was taking four-hour trips down to North Carolina to record on the weekend in uh, Durham at his uh, brother's studio, the DJ, DJ Money. And uh, his mm-hmm. production company was Ooh Productions. I used to go down there and record and then uh, kind of learned how to record while I was recording. Uh, long story short, brought my own studio equipment, built up my own studio, uh, put together my uh, label, and then uh, started shopping music around and uh, got hooked up with uh, Stu Rick from Wrestling Distribution, a very powerful guy in the industry, and uh, he kind of mentored me through uh, some different situations, and uh, here I am, off and running, you know. Wow, wow. So how how long have you been in the game? Uh, I've been doing this, man, since about two. We put out our first project was 2002. So, you know, roughly about 11, 12 years of just uh, trying to make connects. But um, at a high level, I would say about a good seven, eight years, you know. First couple of years is kind of like a filler out. Nobody really knows who you are. You don't even know who you are yourself. So, you know, by the time I actually got who Miss Omega was and created that image and uh, really felt, the part of that image, it was probably about a good, like I said, I've been doing the high level for about a good seven years or so. Yeah, and when you say high level, getting paid um, at a satisfactory rate. Exactly. High level <laughs> is in, uh, you know, a lot of artists, you know, or I say people because I don't consider a lot of people who do music artists, but uh, a lot of people think uh, you put a name to yourself and record some music that you're, you know, that's cool for a hobby, but I speak on high level as far as uh, actually networking and having real good connects, not like uh, some dude down the street you met in the club or something. But somebody who actually help you move, uh, being on iTunes, having your music registered to BMI, uh, actually getting royalty money off your uh, work every quarter, getting paid for your shows through BMI. A lot of artists don't even know you can register your music for free and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. so I say a high level basically is taking it as an occupation, like a job is being an artist and actually getting paid and benefits for doing music instead of just doing it just to be doing it. 
Right. Now, you mentioned that some mentors helped you along the way. Um, tell these artists, um, because, you know, our show is for independent artists, not just to showcase them in their music, but they help people to learn, too, from someone else who's gone before them. So tell us um, some of the people who have mentored you in the business and what they shared with you to help you, um, you know, not make some mistakes or either that recover from some you may have made. Um, Stu Rick was one of them. Uh, Mr. Cheeks from Lost Boys was one of them. Um uh, a manager, uh, Mike Allen, uh, who recently passed away, he was one of them. And uh, he hooked me up with a lot of different people, like uh, Tank and um, his little staff that he was working with out in Maryland. And just uh, a couple of different managers that played a vital part of my career. And the things they basically showed me was uh, how to take it serious, uh, how to do things at a way that uh, people know who you are. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of artists don't realize if you're not registered and your songs aren't registered, nine times out of ten, a label's not going to find you. So, you know, uh, they, they taught me not to guess. A lot of artists guess. Like, you know, everybody kind of be in a little funk with it, like, well, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do it this way, and I'm going to blow. You know what I'm saying? It, it's a mm-hmm. way to do everything. And if you're guessing on how to get a deal, you're probably not going to get one. It's like, you know, instead of guessing, figure out what they want, what they're looking for. They're always looking for something. Uh, I learned that different quarters, different seasons bring different sounds and different songs they're looking for. You can have a dope song that can crank, but and they they might tell you, like, y'all, we really, really like that song, but that's not what we're looking for right now. Well, if you would have knew that ahead of time, you wouldn't have wasted your time you know, recording. We're talking money here, studio time, mixing, mastering, right. videos, and people do all this stuff because they're guessing. Me, I took the angle at instead of guessing, and when they told me that, it made perfect sense. So before I start working on a project, first thing I do is I contact my connects. I see what what's the feeling, what's the vibe. Mm-hmm. You know, what we put out right now, probably not going to hit in the summertime. So, like, my project that's out now, King Bull, while that's out and working, now I'm with my connects figuring out What's the next sound? What's the next wave? What's the next, what's the summer thing? And then I will work on that. So I have a better chance of getting distribution or, you know, I'm not really looking for no artist deal, just distribution, but just a better way of mm-hmm. getting what you want is to know what you're doing before you just jump out there and go record a bunch of songs and talk about random stuff. Like last year, it was a strip club thing. A lot of people were making strip club songs. It was a theme. Uh, a lot of people knew about that before the theme hit. Now when the wave hit, everybody's trying to catch up. But by the time they throw out a strip, like this summer, that's not going to be the same thing as last summer. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Now, when, when you talk about distribution, tell and help people to understand the difference in the types of deals that more than likely will be offered to a young artist or a new artist. Uh, there's all types of distributions. Uh, they give you 50-50s. You know, you can uh, do a distribution where uh, you can have your own label lined up and as long as you, you know, have it. And uh, I will say in having a label, you want to make sure you have a business license with it and not just have a name but have some works registered through that label because it's more than just having a name for a label to get distribution. Uh, You have to actually have registered works through your label so they can see that you're not – I mean, anybody can go get a label. It's nothing to get a name LLC or inked or grouped or anything like that. It costs, like, $500 around there. It goes up and down depending on who you do it through. So that doesn't really make you stand out for distribution. The distribution companies are looking for uh, labels that are putting their works out and receiving revenue for what they put out. um, That's – my advice would be to, uh, you know, I look for distributions as far as uh, on singles. And then uh, you work up from there. You get a distribution on a single, get that out. Uh, you can get some online distributions, which is really not hard to get online distribution, and that's what we're talking about. You know, iTunes, mm-hmm. Google Play, Amazon, everything. Uh, there's a TuneCore. A lot of people go check that out. That's one of the sites I like. Uh, they're a company who gives distributions out uh, for good price. Sometimes you have to pay for your distribution. Mm-hmm. Uh, you pay for your distribution, but if you do have a decent following, you will make that money back. If you out there and do the work and pump your music, you'll make that money back within 20, 30 downloads. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it depends on how 
uh, how you set yourself up as an artist is depending on what distribution they'll give you. You know, if if you're an artist and you moved 10,000 units and I'm an artist and I moved 30,000 units, of course I'm going to get a better distribution. You know, so it's like the more work you put in before you go seek these things out is the easier it would be for you to get these type of distributions. And uh, for independent artists out there listening, I would say go for online distribution, get your numbers up, and then, you know, if your music's registered, BMI accounts for all that stuff, and you'll have paperwork and you'll have some backing to go to these labels or any connects or management and be like, look, this is why you should take time and invest in me. Or even investors, because I mean, you you can't you got to go up to somebody with just more in the CD, and be like, hey, I'm an artist here, check me out. You know, you got to go up to them like, look, I'm an artist, check me out. Got a video out. I encourage people to do professional videos instead of trying to save money and doing like ten low budget videos. Save all that money and do one big video. Right, so, right. A lot of people it, they do. Uh, uh, go ahead. No, no, what I hear you saying, though, you know, the the industry has changed a lot. A lot of people are focused on the fact that they can market for themselves and they can put the music out. But you, you're saying there's a lot more within the business, too, that you have to do for yourself to make yourself look good in the eyes of others who could help promote your business and take it to the next level. So, you know, that that's real interesting. You pulled that nugget out and uh, were able to really um, sort of clarify that for young artists out there. So um, Yeah, uh, you don't... I mean, it's either that or uh, you can sit around and twiddle your thumbs and pray for luck. I don't believe in luck. And, uh, you know, nobody's getting lucky out here these days. It's all about hard work. I mean, you can look at anybody in the industry, and a lot of people have to say a lot, have to have a lot to say about people in the industry. One, we don't know these people personally, so you don't know what they did to get the winning guy. But I can guarantee mm-hmm. you that they didn't sit around and just pray for some luck. And they just, hey, I got a bill full on my lap. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you look mm-hmm. at people like Two chains and people like that. Like that man then had different names. He done been with different labels. He done been in the industry a long time trying to get to where he's got now. I don't really care too much for the dude's music, but I respect his hustle and his determination and where he got. It was hard work and drive. And a label, when I first sat with Stu Rick, the first thing he asked me, which I didn't even have an answer for, because uh, I was young at the time, and he said, I sat down with them at the round table, basically we having a meeting up in New York and Chinatown, and he says, uh, why should I invest millions of dollars in you? Like, what's so special about you? What are you doing? Different hmm. than, he said, back in my office I have a table with 2,000 demos on it, probably roughly around there. What makes you different from any of those CDs? I can go pick somebody. He said, if I just felt ha- happy and good today, I can just pick a CD up and change somebody's life. So why should I wow. know them and change yours? You know, and I kind of thought about it. And I was like, because, you know, I'm young at the time. So I'm like, because I'm hot, man. I got good music. Like, I'm that dude. And he's like, yeah, okay, well, everybody says that. Anything mm-hmm. else? And I froze up, and I was like, you know, damn, like, that kind of does make good sense. I didn't really. And I always thought about that question in my head and what he was getting at. And basically what I'm mm-hmm. saying is, you know, if at that time I was more prepared like I am now, I could have said, well, you can invest that money in me because, A, I've already invested money in myself, and i am got songs online, I'm already getting downloads, I already got views, I'm already generating money. If you put your money into that, it's just going to take it to the next plateau. I can show you I'm already generating money off of my product with what I have, so if more money was put into it and more promotion, then it would just increase. But I didn't say mm-hmm. that. I didn't know at the time. So that's why I'm telling people now, right, before you right. go in somebody's face and try to say, hey, I'm an artist, I do this, I do that, one, have a product. You know, you meet a lot of people, you go out to these clubs and they're partying and, hey, what you do? Hey, I'm an artist. Yo, where can I hear some of your music? Oh, uh, well, I'm working on something. See, that's where you crash. You know what I'm saying? It don't work right. mm-hmm. You know, and, me and, personally. And that's interesting. You say that because, you know, a lot of artists think that once they get a break, then the work part is over with. They don't understand that they have to continue to do what they're doing, but better. You just it have another partner. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, uh, if you throw one thing out there and you catch it, and you catch a wave, yeah, it's a good thing, but now you got to keep the wave. And they say, uh, you know, it's hard to get in the industry, but it's even harder to stay in the industry. Mm-hmm. So, 
you know, once you do catch a buzz, if you are fortunate and blessed enough to catch a buzz, then, like you said, it, it, it gets harder. That's when the hard work really, really starts because, you know, you got you to gotta keep it up. Like me, myself, you know, I can't go around and say, hey, I'm king of VA, I'm this, I'm that, and the third, and you go check out my history and I don't got nothing rocking, you know. I'm supposed mm-hmm. to have thousands of views and thousands of downloads, and you go see my video, it's supposed to look professional. It's supposed to look like my video don't look no different than no artist on TV. Because right. you're a local artist and you're an upcoming artist don't mean you got to look local. It don't and mean tell you got to look local. How did you find your production team, and um, how were you able to really figure out what was good, who could do good work for you, and who to choose to to do your videos and things like that? Uh, what I did, now, the videos I have on YouTube, some of them are upcoming-looking videos, of course, cause, but my latest video for the King Bull Project is clapped. It's very professional. It was shot by uh, my one of our homies, Rudy Ray, and the guy, Art J., uh, Rudy Ray works for uh, BET, actually, in video production. So uh, he's a close friend of mine, aside from music, who uh, I have a nice network of circles, people I've been dealing with. He's a little older than me, uh, well, a lot older than me, but I keep a group of people around me. Uh, everything, all my projects have been in-house, uh, everybody I know personally. So through him, he would uh, take me to BET Hip Hop Awards and the BET Awards, and I would do networking and and that's how I found my video production crew. He would be like, uh, you know, when I'm with him, every all his coworkers work video production. And um, mm. I was at one point going to have another guy whose name I won't mention because I don't want anybody to think I'm talking him down. But I was going to have another company do the video production. But uh, like my homie said, he was like, you know, if you want a video, you need to get somebody who does videos. Don't just get a dude who maybe made some side money and brought him a nice camera. That doesn't make <laughs> sense. You know, a guy with a nice camera doesn't make him a video guy. Just like right. a dude with a nice studio don't make you an engineer. You can have the highest quality equipment and your music still sounds horrible. You know, he was like, you need a guy like me. It was funny that I'm so close to friends with him and I'm so used to not asking people for stuff, I'm usually like, well, I'm going to go do this, I'm going to go do that. He kind of slowed me down, and I was like, I'm about to do the video, and it was funny because he's sitting there at my house, and he's like, why you ain't asking me to do the video? That's what I do for a living. I work video production with BET. Like, you know me eight years, you know this. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, well, you should do my video. <laughs> so, you know, it was kind of one of those things. I was trying to do this on my own, and I was like, I'm going to find right. my own people. And he's like, dude, mm-hmm. I'm sitting right here. Like, I can go to the BET studios and get you whatever cameras you need, we can edit it on the highest quality stuff and have you looking like you paid twenty, thirty thousand dollars for a video, and you don't even got to pay that much. Just we'll charge you just for your time. So I was like, cool. He brought out another guy to help man the cameras. Uh, we got the models together, and then uh, another thing he mentioned to me, he was like, all right, you go do a song called Clap. You know, got the strip club thing. Let's not get pretty girls that act like they're strippers. Let's get the strippers. You know, we kept it classy. It wasn't like no, no, uh, nothing raunchy in the video, no naked, nothing. But, you know, just the fact that he was like, you know, when we're directing it, it would be more easy if these girls, you know, if I tell her to shake it, drop it or something, she's not looking at me all crazy because that's what they do for a living. So he was like, you know, we'll get the pretty girls that just play the back and we'll get the pretty strippers and let's get girls that actually do this. You know, when we uh, got to the video shoot, uh, we brought a little liquor out. You know, he told everybody drink a little bit, loosen up a little bit. You know, don't let's not act. Let's really have some party. Let's really have fun and just let us sit back and film it all. And then basically, I had to do the acting. You know, he was like, "You're gonna act, but I want everybody else to kind of just, you know, be normal, have fun, let's party, get some liquor in your system if you drink." You know what I'm saying? Uh, ladies, party. You know, everybody there basically acted. They didn't really act, but they 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 played the role of what they really originally do and it made the video come out great because him as a director already and working in video production knows how to deal with people and then working with BET and helping set up BET hip hop awards and award shows he's used to seeing how it goes and how it goes down and that really 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 made it easy for me and it came out really successful I can't wait to shoot my next video for my next single uh, turned up we'll probably start shooting next month wow yeah that's the track we're going to play in a bit and, um, you know, I just want to just clarify some of the things you said, though. You said um, 
when 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 you're looking to to do that next thing, the thing that you can't do, just don't get a dude. Get somebody who really knows. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and, and that's so important because everything that you add to what you do has to be at your level or even a step above, if at all possible. You know, that's yeah. the only thing that's going to propel you forward. Anything that you do to detract from that really just, you know, lessens your own gift. And, um, you know, um, it, it's amazing that you've come this far and that you've stayed focused, too, because, um, you know, this industry has a lot of distractions. And um, it's hard for someone to stay focused on the business aspects of what you're doing, especially in, you know, the, in the mixed circles you travel in in the industry. Tell us a little bit about what has helped to keep you grounded and focused and being able to, um, you know, do the things you really need to do and stay on track. Uh, one, my family, man. Uh, like my mother's an entrepreneur herself. She owns a jewelry company, a real estate company. She runs a leadership foundation. Uh, my nephew, he's in the NBA. He got drafted last year, first round. And this is he's like my not a friend, not a guy I call my nephew. He's my blood nephew. He's my older brother's son. And uh, to get drafted in the NBA is not something that happens every day. You know what I'm saying? And he was a first-round pick, lottery pick. And uh, just watching him, honestly, he was a kid. I watched him uh, grow and work hard. And uh, my mother, she grew, worked hard. Like my older brother, his father, he uh, coaches basketball team, coaches AAU national team. Uh, he has his own business where he trains kids in Skills Academy. And then I have another brother uh, up in Connecticut who has his own radio show. He does sports talk radio and uh, a TV show also uh, local up there. And he does sports talk. So I come from a family of entrepreneurs and go-getters. You know, uh, my grandparents mm-hmm. own a convenience store down in North Carolina. And, you know, everybody in my family is a go-getter. Uh, we don't settle for failure. And uh, we don't take anything short of success. And, um, you know, a lot of people like to sit and BS with life and front around to get you nowhere. And um, like I said, just looking at the people in my family and my nephew, even though he's younger than me, he's one of my biggest motivators because he, uh, just to actually watch a kid grow up and train every day. And, you know, he had an Xbox in his room that never he turned on. He was shooting basketball, you know, mm. he was basketball. Uh, he was going to training. Uh, he grew up here in Dumfries, but he commuted to school every day in Arlington to play at Bishop O'Connell. He went down to North Carolina. When he when he got there, he didn't start. Halfway through his freshman year, he took the guy's starting spot. You know, they told him he wasn't going to be that great. He's too slow. He's not athletic. Well, after his sophomore year, he got the Bob Cousy Award, which is the uh, best point guard in the nation. Then they told him he wasn't NBA material. Well, he left college after his sophomore year and got drafted in the first round. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So kind of wow. watching. Man, you gave else. a lot of information about your nephew. You got to give his name now. Can you give his name? Yeah, Kendall Marshall. Kendall Marshall, uh, he's an NBA point guard. Uh, he was just currently playing for the Phoenix Suns. And um, he's, a, he, he's a good person, man. Uh, he's a hometown hero, comes from the DMV, straight out of Woodbridge. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, kind of watching somebody make it to that plateau. It's like uh, it's not every day you get to see that with your own eyes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So to see that, I'm like, well, if you go do that, I'm about to get it too. Like, you're not gonna be the only one getting it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if, if, you right. can, if, if you're younger than me and you're a teenager, you can be that focused on what you want to do and be successful. Then I need to be in a studio. Uh, you know, my boys, they'll be like, hey, we going out, we go pop bottles, we go make it rain. I'm in the studio Friday, Saturday, Sunday right. night. You know, there's been times where I'll be going to the studio and I'll be hearing the radio and the DJ is cranking and he's like, hey, we had a visa, we had so-and-so in this live up here. And you'd be like, dang, I should go. Now I'll go to the studio, you know, because while those other so-called artists in the studio every weekend popping bottles, I'm going to beat them by hitting the studio. I'm going to have more work than them. And that's how you win. Whoever has the most work wins, you know. Hmm. If you got 10 songs and I got 100 songs, I'm probably going to have one that's going to hit. You probably not. If you do, then you just do. But I figure the more you got, the more better. Uh, I like working. I go out. I feel like as an artist, I should be in the club on the stage more than the VIP table. So if I'm not performing, there's really no need for me to go out and spend money every weekend at a club when I can actually go to the club, get paid, and get liquor free. All right, man. (laughs) 
That's our tweet of the day, man. Everybody ought to go ahead and put that out there. Uh, Miss Omega says, whoever has the most work wins. It's as simple as that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it's true. You know, like, uh, it's, that's that's who's going to make it. Uh, a lot of people get so caught up in this image thing where they're like, I always tell the artist, if, 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 I'm, if I'm a label, and an A&R told me this one day, he said, if I come look for you, or I look up your name, or I go look through your website, and I don't see you on the stage. I don't think you're an artist. How am I going to know you're an artist if I go look at your Facebook page and you got a bunch of selfies and a bunch of pictures in <laughs> the bathroom and you got a bunch of pictures at VIP tables? Okay, I see you got your chain on. I see you got your T-shirt crew's name on it, but where's the microphone in your hand? Why are you not on stage? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You know? If I go look on iTunes, if you got all that money to be popping bottles, then you should have some money to put your music and get a distribution on iTunes. I can't go see your music nowhere. You know, if if, if your your clothes should look better than your video. <laughs> <laughs> How do you got like a four or five thousand dollar chain on, but your video quality looks like you only spent five hundred dollars on it? Somebody's not living right. Mm. Mm. This is what I tell people as an artist. I don't try to knock anybody, but I'm not. I don't respect that. If you're an artist, this is what you do, and you'll give your last to make sure that your artistry is laid down right. Like that's what mm-hmm. you'll do, you know. And don't get me wrong. I used to be the one in the clubs every weekend too. I was right along with them fools doing the same thing, and I saw I wasn't getting nowhere. Uh, one of the uh, one big big promoter out in D.C. a Taz. He told me one night when I seen him, I used to always go to love when him and Mark Barnes and them had love cranking. Mm. And uh, I would, he always say, yeah, I do music, I do music. I used to tell you, I do music. And he the one told me one night, it was like, yo, you always do music. How come you you ain't never trying to get no, like, you never asked me about doing no shows or nothing up in here, but you always up in here spending money, you know, drinking, popping bottles and stuff. Like, you don't never hand me no music. And I used to be like, damn, you're right. All right, cool. You only got to tell me something once. So I was like, all right. Mm. Uh, when I was working on King Bull, I would never go out. And my friends would be like, why you ain't never going out? You got to go out. You got to network. Well, if I go out and somebody asks me for music, I'm never going to have a dude tell me again why you I have nothing to hand you or I have no link to give you. Now we got these smartphones. I'm in the club. You ask me if I do music. I'll be like, yeah, okay, we exchange numbers. Automatically, I'm going to text you the links to my video, the links mm-hmm. to go download my music, and you can zip right. it all right there to the phone, and then boom, you got me. That's interesting. I was just telling my nephew that he's um, an artist as well and uh, saying you got to have everything ready to go. It's not about putting a CD in someone's hand anymore. It's about having it and taking advantage of the contact you make immediately. That's what it's about. And, uh, you know, uh, that they take you serious. And that's how I've gotten far, honestly. Uh, And that's Mm -hmm. how I stay focused. I stay focused because when you see results, it makes you want to do it more. Like, if I was in the studio all the time like I am and I wasn't seeing no results, then it would be hard to be focused. But it ain't hard to focus when you're seeing results. It's like you're seeing results. You're like, hey, you work out. You go work out, work out, and you start getting big, swollen. Ladies like, oh, my God, look at him. You know what I'm saying? You go keep working out. <laughs> you're seeing results. So when you see results, it's focus. When people lose focus and, you know, it's hard for them, it's not hard to focus on success, man. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to be no bum. I'm not going to be broke. Nobody in my family is broke. Ain't nobody in my family no bum. They all successful, so why not me? I'm in the same bloodline, you know. I'm, I don't look at life like, oh, I can't do this. Why can't I make it? Because just because a million and one people don't don't mean I'm not, you know. <laughs> and that's wow. the way I look at it, you know. <laughs> I, I, determine, I determine my own future, you know. Nobody can tell me nothing. People say, here, he ain't the king. I'm not proven. Numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie. And I don't have none of those fake Twitter followers and, like, most of these people out here buying Twitter followers and buying Instagram followers. You know, nah, all mine's are legit. And I always tell people that's another reason why a lot of people are not getting nowhere. You know, if you're buying a fake follower – that fake follower is computer-generated name. It cannot download music. It cannot spend money. It cannot get in a car and put gas in it and come to your show. 
So you're just cheating yourself. You're not going to get mm-hmm. nowhere. Mm-hmm. And people ain't dumb. If I see you got 50,000 followers on Twitter, but you ain't got no shows nowhere, but in some restaurant that's closed down for the night and it's supposed to be a club, and you got 20 people in the crowd, that don't mix, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you could buy followers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they send me emails all the time. Half them dudes and these DJs you see online, man, them ain't real followers. All you got to do is the math. You would say you're a DJ, you got 50,000 followers, but you're not in no clubs DJing. Does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. I right. mean, I would think you would be like Quicksilver and some of these other popular DJs from our area out in the city DJing in clubs, not at a restaurant closed down at night spending turntables for 20 people. You know, and I'm not knocking people, but I'm just trying to get out there that if you really want to make it, you got to be honest with yourself, man, and have a true grind. You can't, ain't no, these labels ain't stupid. People with money not stupid. That's how they got money. They didn't get money being dumb. They didn't become A&Rs or major label execs being dumb. So they know the game. Mm -hmm. Half of these labels are the ones that put those sites out there. So these dummies can go spend their money and, you know, buy these fake followers and stuff, and they're saturating the game, but it's not going to get you nowhere, you know. So that's just my advice to Anybody out there listening, it might seem tempting, don't do it. Because, like I said, a fake person can't do anything for you. The key to being an artist is having a following, having people come to your shows. A computer-generated name can't do nothing, anything. It can't spend money, and you're trying to make money. Man, I did not think that you were going to drop all this knowledge, man. You know how long we've been on this show, and I haven't even played your music yet? (laughs) I'll tell you. Well, when you hear the music, then you hear the music, you see all this knowledge, all the music, it all go hand in hand. High level, man. High level, yeah. bro. You know, yeah. High level, bro. And, you know, I have a notepad in front of me, man. It's full. I'm getting ready to go to a new page, man. <laughs> That's a good thing because, I mean, I grind. Like, see, that King of VA thing, it's not one of those, hey, I'm better than you or I'm above all you. It's I have a king's grind, okay? Like, mm-hmm. I put myself in the throne, and I think highly of myself. Why wouldn't I? I'm not a peasant. Mm-hmm. Why would I think low of myself? People take that when I say that, and it ruffles some feathers. And I say the ruffle feathers also because I know there's a lot of emotional thugs out there who, when you say you're the king of something, they like to get all ruffled up and be like, well, why do you think that? You know, but I grab your attention. It's as simple as that. You know, if you say you're something great, it's a shame, but in our community, the black man don't want to see another black man say he's something great. He's got to say something against him saying he's something great instead of just being like, all right, he thinks that cool. I mean, if you look at the country back in the day, there was more than one king. Mm. I'm not saying I rule VA, but I'm saying that I have a king's grind. I grind like I'm a top-tier person because I am a top-tier person. And I don't got to be on nobody's TV every day to say that, and I don't got to be no super-duper billionaire to feel that way. I can pay my bills, live my average life off music. I think I've accomplished something. I can pat myself on the back, and I can crown myself. Can't nobody take that away from me. I made a Miss Omega. I built that. Entourage Music, I built that. All my music, I wrote that. Nobody writes nothing for me. All the production is done by producers I single-handedly pick. I came up with all titles. I came up with all concepts. I recorded it. I mixed it. I mastered it. All me. My video production crew, I handpicked them. I gave the dude the song. He came out with the uh, script, said, this is what I want you to do. I went and acted the part. Uh, Miss Omega, I do that very well. That's what I created. I'm proud of that. I came myself, crowned myself. I sit on my throne and smile because at the end of the day, when all this is said and done and life is taken away from you, what will people say about you? People are going to say I worked hard. Whether I make it super big or not, I could really care less to be real with you. The journey is wonderful. Mm. It's a wonderful journey, and I appreciate everything that God gives me. And the hard times, I appreciate it. I remember, like I said, when I met Ty, well, I've been on top since we was kids, but when he was t- he was driving four hours, dude, to record for a day. All the way down to Carolina, all the way back, sleeping on the floor in the living room. I have those stories, you know. Hey, 
Hey guys, I am back. I'm sorry about that, but I I got cut off for a minute. I thought I lost you, but apparently I was the one that dropped off. All right. Well, thanks for carrying on. We'll go ahead and edit that part out and and fix that up. But um, what we'll do is we'll go ahead and we got to play this track, man. We're running out of time. Um, All right. Cool. So just um, just give us a quick little intro to um, turn up. Turns up, uh, turns up. First, shout out to uh, Phantom Beats, the track produced by my man Phantom Beats, who is out of Northern Virginia. It's one of my favorite producers. Uh, turns up is a song that's just basically uh, everybody know they got the saying "turn up." You know, just basically you amped up, you ready, you doing it. You you got things going on. The song speaks for itself. You know, I'm turned up, and the names is burnt out, and that's about as simple as I can say. <laughs> All right. Here we are Miss Omega with Turned Up on Turn It Up on blogtalkradio.com. I'm turned up. I'm turned up. I'm turned up. I'm turned up, I'm turned up, she turned out, she turned out, I'm turned up, they burnt out, they burnt out, I'm turned up, she turned out, she turned out, I'm turned up, they burnt out, they burnt out, I'm turned up, she turned out, she loved that life I be about, my stash spot, my trap house on the field, I run a cash route, turned up, they burnt out, they not about that life I be about, my stash Trap house on the field, I run a cash route Turned up, she turned out She turned out, I'm turned up, they burnt out They burnt out My stash spot, my trap house on the field, I run a cash route Turned up, she turned out I'm turned up, they burnt out I play the game, I made the route They top me off, y'all ate them out Entourage, that's the squad They go bananas, them apes is out That's the body, them apes is out Shells leave with me when I ate them out I replace your mouth, you hate about the amount Switching plays, audible to the cash route That's why ladies love me like coach No front end what my life about My style sharp like the night style yeah. Fresh Jordan's flights out yeah. The way I shine, Ray Charles, Stevie Wonder Lights out, oh. gymnastics, stretch work Perfect landing when I dismount Real G's who play the streets Know exactly what this about Negativity get shot at me It get took down and pissed out My team ain't seen out one drought We show that thing is dump out We turned up to the max Why our names burnt out yeah. Instead of hating, pay attention and this something you can learn about yeah. My squad out, they flock out We get it poppin', we rock out Got ladies shaking with perspiration All haters get cropped out I'm turned up, she turned out She loved that life I be about My stash spot, my trap house on the field I run a cash route I'm turned up, they burnt out They not about that life I be about My stash spot, my trap house on the field I run a cash route I'm turned up, she turned out She turned out I'm turned up, they burnt out they burnt out. My stash spot, my trap house on the field. I run a cash route. Turned up, she turned out. I'm turned up, they burnt out. I'm turned up, they burnt out. I flow sick like germs out. Got OGs like perms out. Music beans like the germ out. Red beats, bang them up. Car crash when I grind out. Toe tag, body bag. All tracks they get chalk lined out. I think this the game, come find out. We take no breaks, no time out. I rock the stage, time's out. They love everything these lines about. Y'all front about with a front and mouth. You hold no weight, what you frontin' bout? Y'all nobody, not loud Turn down, all sound out I spit flame like the dragon out Burn competition and drag them out Light up loud, laugh about How easily I smash them out Get that money, what life about? Anyone tryna stop it, wipe them out If you a bum or on your own Why hate on me, what the gripe about? We turned up to the max Might bust the eardrum out Free some dress, high heels What they wear when I come out A.O.'s out, them pros out Fresh pedicure, them toes out Let's get it Bring the rim, put Tone in a rose out I'm turned up, she turned out She loved that life I be about My stash spot, my trap house on the field I run a cash route Turned up, they burnt out They not about that life I be about My stash spot, my trap house on the field I run a cash route Turned up, she turned out She turned out I'm turned up, they burnt out They burnt out My stash spot, my trap house on the field I run a cash route Turned up, she turned out 
Wow, that's hard work right yeah. there. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yo, shout out Phantom Beats, man. That yeah. boy is a beast. <laughs> that's awesome. So, um, and, and you're making, um, you know, you're not just selling online. You're doing live performances as well and, um, you know, doing shows that, you know, are um, selling out in clubs. Or how, how are you marketing yourself outside of the um, online Oh, I'm everywhere, bro. I, I perform shows. I mean, I'm in clubs. I'm in, uh, well, I only perform in clubs. I'm not doing no low-budget shows. Not saying I'm above that, but, you know, like I said, I try to keep everything at a high level. Um, but, yeah, doing shows, uh, and that's basically how I network outside of online is doing shows. That's about the only way artists can network out there, doing shows, getting CDs out, you know, uh, networking, getting other people to uh, get CDs out working through street teams and stuff like that, but mostly shows, man. Yeah, that, that's awesome, man. You got the full package. And, um, you know, we're going to bring on uh, D.T. Lamont, who's been listening to the whole show. And, uh, D.T., welcome back to Turn It Up. Hey, how you doing, Mike? Shows good. What's up, uh, Amis and the Leo? What up, what up? Yeah, yeah, and, and I see that you guys are all friends on Facebook. Have you Have you all met before? Uh, the name sounds familiar, D.T. Lamar. I'm not sure if we met in person. We might have. I mean, it's Woodbridge. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Woodbridge is not too big. Right. <laughs> so yeah, but, you know, there, there's quite a few studios down there, though. The, the music scene is is happening in Woodbridge. It's uh, yeah, there's it's studios out here, but... You know, I wouldn't say the music scene is super happening. It could be a lot better. I mm. it used to be my counterparts out here. I'm not. It used to be well, a lot worse. Yeah, yeah. It, could be, it could be a lot worse. It could be a lot better though. Like I, I, I expect great things from my area. So, you know, I really want the artists out here in Woodbridge to, you know, like I told you, not just have studios, but work in the studios and produce good music out the studios, not just have a studio and have women in them and be doing everything in them except for good music. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so, DT, tell us, tell us how you know about I Miss. Uh, just, through, just through Facebook. I've listened to a couple of his songs, and, you know, it seems, it seems decent. I love it, you know. And, um, I, and I see where he's Oh, no problem. I see where he's going with his music, and uh, I, I see a future, definitely. And uh, I can I can spot his targeted audience and all that. Right. And right. I actually I actually put DT on to uh, a track me and Amos did not too long ago. Oh, okay. That thing was, that thing the last time me and too. DT got together, yeah, I put him on to a couple tracks too. Yeah. That yeah. thing was crazy. And um, hopefully everybody can hang in there. We were, you know, we had that little glitch, so we ran a little long. And we did want to play um, D.T. Lamont's track, Outside the Box. Um, D.T., just tell us a little bit about that, because you're always going controversial, man. So, you know, <laughs> I don't even have to ask you what was on your mind, because I heard the track. But <laughs> Well, it's because, you know, whenever you go outside of the norm, outside of the population, because we've been talking about, uh, y'all were talking about um, the basic um, – you know, the basic audience and what they want and what they like and all that. But I like to uh, dive more into the general or dive more into myself as far as my mind and some other people's minds is what they be thinking but not necessarily say out loud. So that isn't really popular in the clubs. My style isn't really popular in the clubs because people don't talk about that with each other. You know, you don't ride down the street talking about your conversation with God, you know. Mm-hmm. So I I kind of, uh, I hit a, a smaller targeted audience um, who, who will typically not, you know, you go into a club, that's not really what you want to hear. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. <laughs> you know, if you're, man, if you're I, in a club. What are you talking about, man? You, you, I love true. this track, if it's man. In a club, if it's in a club atmosphere. No, this particular club, yeah. But if you're in a um, if you're in a general club, there's certain things you don't want to hear. You know, there's there's a reason. We all know. Example, Common is an awesome artist. He's very deep. But if yeah. you're just trying to lay back and have some drinks, you don't want to think that deep. 
So it's not that he's not a good artist. It's that where your mind is at during that time frame. Yeah. What makes the difference? So that's I'm, I'm more of a. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and play this track before you stop me from playing it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Here it is, DT Lamont with Outside the Box. So turn it up. I grew up hearing my father saying, think for yourself. So I'm thinking and thinking till I end up shrinking my health, analyzing what's right in front of my eyes and describing theories about everything else before I was 12. But somewhere along the way, I stopped. My hair got long and I stayed away from cops. So I was impaired a lot, gone decayed and thought right where they want me to be, not connecting the dots. Living young and dumb was so much fun Running off the tongue for the song was sung Bull dung, everything half done Never wanting to be asking why they blasting countries with passion I figured that the government must be loving it They're picking up the mud and rubbing it in all of their face But it wasn't up until I thought they probably plotting to kill them up Only cause they wanted a lucrative oil in places ah. They caught me thinking outside of the box Crazy track, but um, maybe we'll um, go out with the truth. 
Um, but yeah, that's a different kind of track. You know, it's a it's a little introspective. I understand, but I I, I like the beat. I thought it was kind of um, you know I always like your stuff, man. Every time I make a, a mixtape for the car, man, I got a bunch of your stuff on there. So yeah, I appreciate it. He has those yeah. dramatic tracks, man. If that's what it is. <laughs> when, you, when you hear DT piano, he sounds like uh, one of like Doctor Frankenstein on the piano. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, and um, Miss, um, I just want to make sure everybody got the because um, we're we're about five minutes left in the show that everyone has got um, your your websites and um, all your information for um, where they can pick up, you know, your tracks and download them. All right, uh, your boy Miss Omega Man, I got two singles right now on iTunes and Google Play. One called O. One called Trapped. Uh, look those up. I got a album out right now on live mixtapes called King Bull. And make mm-hmm. sure when you put my name in, it's A M I S S space O period M E G A. Uh, look at me on Facebook, Amiss Omega. Follow me on Twitter at Amiss Omega A M I S S O M E G A, all one word. And ladies, check me out on Instagram because I know y'all like the way I look. That's why the way I look. Go check out my pictures and love me. Instagram of Miss underscore Omega. And, and that's his Dang. modest size. Yeah, and and my fault. The video clap on YouTube. Miss Omega, search me on YouTube. Check out my video clap. I mean, if you like ladies, I got them in the video for you all shapes, size, and colors. So go check that out. Support your boy. Love me. I love you back. You're <laughs> well, man, we appreciate you coming by and dropping that knowledge, and uh, I, I think you really um, gave a lot of information for um, people who are new in this industry and people who are just trying to find their way and others who maybe decide after they heard what you had to say that maybe this business isn't for them. Because, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you put like it down pretty like hard. Like I thank y'all for having me, man. I, I really, really appreciate it. I'm humbled to the fact. I mean, y'all could have had anybody else tonight, but y'all chose to have me, so I'm humbled to that fact. I appreciate it, Errol, for that. And uh, anytime y'all need me, I'm here. And anything I can do for y'all, just let your boy know. It's nothing, you know. Uh, any artists out there looking for a recording, anything like that, holla at your boy. Any artists want features out there right now? I'm free 99 right now before the summertime and things pop off the way we go. I'm going to be charging y'all, so y'all better come get y'all free fish now. Y'all got, to, y'all got to like April. I'm offering that. I will give you a free feature. You bring the beat. I'll give you a free feature, and I'll record Mix and Mastery just off the love. Wow, yeah. wow. That's a deal right there. Yeah, you can't beat that. You get me for free. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I'm a good king, man. I'm a very I'm I'm good to my people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know, uh we appreciate again you coming by. We're gonna have you back on again, man, really. We really do. Um and we'll probably have you on um one of our future panels where we're just talking about the industry again and feature some more of your music as well. And um if you got some other people that you're working with as well you wanna bring with you ne- next time around, um, please feel free to do that, especially um, any producers or artists that you're, you know, working with as well. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Really, really appreciated you um, being on because, you, you, like I said, um, I filled up a whole page of um, notes, and I'll be going back over that. But, um, yeah, I appreciate the, um, the wisdom, man, really what this is all about. Well, special thanks to our producer, Donna Hardiman, and our associate producer, the Leo, I'm Michael Fordham, and you've been listening to Turn It Up on blogtalkradio.com. But before you go, here's a little something to take with you. Ask God for wisdom daily, but know that your lesson can come from anybody or any situation, good or bad, friend or foe. Watch your thoughts. They become words. And watch your words. They become actions. And watch your actions. They become habits. And watch your habits. They become your character. And watch your character. It becomes your destiny. Until we meet again, take care of what? 
becomes of you. Yeah. 